Hello and welcome to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain to you why. There's a creation tool that's located within the Anchor app, which will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And then Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. That's also one of the perks of using Anchor. And then your podcast could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place, which is in the Anchor app. So if you want to get started, and again, it's totally free, then download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hi guys, welcome to Life As It Is with Dora Middleton. Today I will be speaking with three guests and we will be talking about um, cyber bullies and as well as bullies at school or any other place that they've been bullied. Um, I have with me today, Haley. Hi. Anaya. Hello. Amari. Hello. Okay, so who would like to go first? Me. All right, Haley, so can you tell me about a, a time and a place where you've felt that you've been bullied by someone? Well, once in school and then on the internet. So what happened on the internet? You know, I've been called ugly, fat. I've been told I look like a burnt potato, that I'm dumb, that I should have been uh, not born that I should kill myself and other things. Okay, and what about you, Anaya? It took place at school. And what did they say? Um, they said that I was ugly, I wasn't smart, I was stupid. And what about you, Amari? It's quite some the game. It was somebody that I didn't even know. They called me, um, they was being racist, calling me names that I didn't like and made me sad. And what did they say? They was calling me um, a black nigger and stuff. Okay. So, um, how, okay. With bullying, I would like to start by saying most bullies are being bullied at home or they are being bullied by someone else so therefore they bring their troubles to all of you because they feel as if they can't fight back in the situations that they are in with whomever the person might be that's bullying them so they they bring their frustrations to everyone else so i'm here to also say that regardless of what people say to you or what they call you it's it don't let it bother you because it's usually them feeling bad about themselves um i'm i've even at my age i've even dealt with cyberbullying i've had people call me <laughs> send me messages and call me uh dirty names out of jealousy, you know, telling me I think I'm better than this person or the next. And I, I, 
I didn't even know who these people were. But like I said, there's trolls. People troll the internet. And this is the things that they do. You know, but it always remember it's not what a person calls you is what you answer to. So you know you're none of the things that they've said. So don't ever let that bother you. Okay, and I would also like to ask you, how do you think we should change or we could change the things that's going on with the um the people on the internet, the trolls causing the problems, the the bullies? Well, I think we could just get off the internet for a while and then when we come back, make sure you only add people you know to start off new and to gather up and make new things and just and just stay positive. And what about you? I feel like you should just be kind to others because maybe there's something they have going on at home. And you? I feel like if I ever do get back on the internet, I will have my page private. So, like, I won't only add people that I know and not other people that I don't know. I mean, that, those are, I mean, those are good. That That's a good start. Everything that you all said, that is a really good start. Um, I think, personally, I feel that some kind of way they need to make it, a crime for you to harass someone over the internet and bully people because um, that has caused children your ages to harm themselves. It's caused grown-ups my age to harm themselves because um, some people are not as strong as the next. Um, can you talk about like other situations that you've seen where others might have been bullied and how did they handle the situations with the bully? I have. So it's one of my friends from my school. They have gotten bullied. But every time somebody comes up to them, they compliment them. So whenever they bully them, they're like, now they're trying to be friends. So what the person did was they walked off proud with confidence and they felt like they they got the triumph. That's good. And how do you feel about it, Haley? I mean, how do you have you seen anyone else being bullied? And if so, how did the situation end? Um. Well, I can see they really they just walked away. I guess it's that one time. So they. After being bullied, they just walked away. Yeah. Nothing else was said. Okay. I never do anything. What about you, Amari? Um, it took place at school. It was I didn't know the boy. He was like, he was new, and people just kept messing it, messing with him because how his shoes look. And it was like me and like six other boys that took up for him because the other boys we knew he was a bully, and he would always mess with somebody. So, um, the times where everything happened at the school, uh, did anyone ever report it to the teachers or uh, the principals? Or if so, did anything happen? Did they address the situation? He got kicked out of the school. Oh, he was expelled? Yes. Okay. 
um, the student was suspended for a few weeks. Okay. Okay. Well, see, do you think that you ever think about not wanting, I mean, I guess I should ask this question. With, after being bullied, do you ever think that, well, I don't want to use the internet anymore, or does it kind of sway you away from wanting to use social media or, you know, get on the internet and do anything at all? Yeah, kind of. At times it did, but I stayed because I still found what I did on there fun, so. Um, I did get off the internet for like a month a month or two, mm-hmm. then I got back on because I think I was feeling better. I just basically made an account and make sure it was just people I knew. And if people who did try to request on my social media, what I would do was just leave leave the app, delete it, and then come back and make another one and start all over. And that encouraged me to build confidence up into me. That's good. Um, I would like to start by saying you should never allow anyone to chase you away from anything. If you want to spend time on the internet and enjoy your, you know, playing games or just talking with your friends over um, social media, that's your choice and you have that right. So don't ever allow anyone to pressure you to leave. Don't ever allow anyone to make you feel bad about yourself. Um, But most of all, if you're ever being bullied, you always go to an adult, you know, to your parents and let them know, hey, this is going on. This is happening um, to me. This person said this, this person said that. You don't ever have to argue back because you should never stoop down to anyone else's level because you're better than that. All of you are better than that. Don't allow anyone to steal your joy and you never allow anyone to make you feel bad about yourself. Um, Just always know that this person has a problem within themselves. Um, Most of the time they just don't like themselves and a lot of them also are seeking some type of attention and they're seeking validation from someone else. So if they feel, hey, if I'm known to be able to, to punk this person or bully this person, then everyone's going to think that I'm, a, I'm the tough guy. Well, you know, a lot of them do that for that, situ- for that, you know, for that particular reason. You know, I can say as an adult that um, I have witnessed gossiping. I've witnessed people being bullied and... Um, I've pulled people aside and and I've even told them as an adult, hey, come on now, you're you're too old to, to be doing this. This isn't right. What issue are you having within yourself that you feel you have to go and pick on someone else? And nine times out of 10, they can't even answer it. They, they're sitting there with their mouths open because they don't have a clue, you know, and I, I don't, I try not to criticize anyone, but there's a lot of ignorance out there. You know, a lot of people that, just they they don't love themselves they don't care about themselves so they are here to wreck havoc in everyone else's lives but again um all you can do is continue living you understand what i'm saying 
you don't go off and get upset. You don't go and seclude yourself. You have to stand up and let them know. You're, th this is not going to happen. I will not be bullied. I will not allow you to steal my joy, okay? And always know that you are some, you're somebody, you know? You, you always know that you know, I'm, I'm above this, you know? As Michelle Obama say, when they go low, we go high. So you always remember that. So as I stated to all three of you, just always hold your head up and just know that everything will work out and just know that it's not anything that you're doing. The things that these people do is just because that's how they are. And in a part of it, it, it starts at home. Now, all three of you guys were raised really well, you know, and some of these people out there had no guidance because they weren't, they weren't raised to have respect, you know, and basically if you weren't raised in your home to have respect, then you don't know how to go outside of your home and respect anyone. So there's there's a lot of things that we need to change in society. But again, like I always stated before, every all of this starts at home. People need to teach their children to respect others as well as themselves. So um, there is another subject that um, the four of us will be touching bases on, but we will take a quick break and return after this. Hi guys, welcome back to Life As It Is with me, Dora Middleton. I am here interviewing Haley, Anaya, and Amari. Hello. 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 Hi guys. Okay, my question for you guys right now is, um, I want to know, I want to know how you feel about everything that's going on in the world today. Amari? So, um, I like, I don't like how people are like judging people because of their skin color and I think we should put all of this stuff aside and just come together Anaya well I feel like we don't trust each other anymore that we don't even feel like we're a community and we don't even feel like we should be in a country together what I don't like is that we don't even get to express what we want to and do whatever we want to. Okay, and Haley. I don't like the fact when I go into store how they follow me like I'm gonna take something. Like I just wanna go in the store and get what I getting and leave, not take it. And like Um, yeah, I feel the same way because, like, every time I go in the store, I get followed, and, like, I got the money to buy this stuff. I don't know why they're following me. I don't know if it's because of my skin tone or what. Okay, um, I would like to say that this does happen. Um, I've gone into stores, and I've... They, I've been followed around the stores. You can't shop because every two seconds, someone asking you, they're asking you, is there something they can help you with? Uh, no, 
You know, and I always say, no, ma'am, there isn't. But if I need you, I know how to find you because it begins to really upset you if someone's constantly following you, following you around the the this store and you don't they don't want anything but yet you see the difference where they're following you and you have another group of people that they're not even um addressing or they're not I call it harassment because I feel harassed um there's been times where um I I can think of actually there was a time where um I went and I was making a purchase and I I believe the purchase was um about a little over $1000 and the first thing she said when I got to the register is um I rather you pay with a a credit card um rather than check and um I said, ma'am, I can pay either way, which I wasn't planning on um, paying with a check, um, but I can do debit, credit, or cash. And she had this look on her face like, wow, you know, and I laughed. I And so then she kind of brought herself on down and humbled herself. And then she went on and tried to clear up what she had just done and said, well, you know, I... I only saw things like this of this much stuff or not even really this much stuff, but um, I didn't get a lot of things like this when I was younger because I was purchasing things for my children. And um, I said, okay, <laughs> you know, and I'm looking like this. I just can't believe that she went there with me. But again, I don't let anyone take me out of character and I, I rather, um, do what I have to do, leave the store and not deal with anyone that's ignorant because I, I just don't like to be around ignorance. And so rather than pay by debit or credit card, I decided to pull the cash out. And, you know, it, it made me feel good to see, you know, to let her see, you don't judge me, you know, don't assume that I couldn't afford it or I shouldn't have been able to afford it. And and this happens a lot. You know, it happens a lot. I've seen it happen to other people. I've seen it happen to other family members. And does it upset me? I have to say, yes, it does. It, it does. But um, I will just stay calm. I don't let them bring me out of my character. But I do stay calm. But we deal with... Um, we deal with racism a lot and you guys are old enough to know um everything that's going on i i don't candy coat anything and um all of you know that i don't candy coat anything i i will not lie about anything and there was another situation where um because i live in a predominantly um all white area and um they sometimes feel that we shouldn't be living in this area. So someone was watching my house and I didn't understand what was going on. I'm like, are they trying to break in or what is going on? So I happened to call the police and um, I was on my way to take my son somewhere. And of course, he's a 17-year-old he's a black man, basically. And I noticed that 
my tire needed some air and I happened to have a little pump in my car for the tire. And when the police came, my son happened, he was outside putting some air in my tire and I'm standing in the door. Okay. And the first thing they do is walk up to where he's at and they're looking at him like he's not supposed to be there. So I have to get their attention and say, Hey, excuse me, I'm over here. All right. And they're looking like, you know, but he's over here. I said, um, you can come over here. So they came over here and I over toward me and I was talking to one of the officers and his partner just couldn't get his, he was fixed. His eyes were just fixed on my son. He just could not take his eyes off of my son. And no matter how I continue to tell this man, um, sir, I'm over here. He constantly kept looking at my son. Okay. Um, that was one situation to where, again, I live in this area that apparently I'm not supposed to afford. And I can go back a little bit further where I was going to rent a place to live at one point in my life. And, um, I was told by the owner of the home that there's no way that I made that much money. Um, how can I make that much money and how can I have a job like that? And how am I able to take care of myself and my children with no husband? Because no, I'm not married and I'm okay with that, you know, but she felt as a black woman, a single black mother, a black woman with children that was single, I couldn't afford to live in this home. She felt I shouldn't even have the job that I had. She told me there's no way I had a good job like that. And her own son knew that she was being racist. And he said, mom, yes, she can. I checked all of this out. Yes, she can afford it. She can. She qualifies for it. Credit-wise, income-wise, everything, mom, she can afford to rent this home. Oh, but she threw a fit and she just kicked and screamed and was saying everything you can imagine because she felt, I dared this black woman try to rent my home. And I kindly told her son, sir, give me back my money. I don't want your home. I could have taken it a step further. I could have turned her in. That's discrimination, but she wasn't worth the time. You know, I don't allow people like that to even bring me again. I'm not going to allow them to bring me out of my character. And I can go into another situation where I was actually parked. This woman was parked in front of me. I was parked, of course, in back of her. She came. We actually came to the car at the same time she had a baby that was not in just absolutely loose in the car no car seat nothing and um she reversed and she hit me so I got out of the car got back out the car and I went over to her and I asked her what can you tell me what's going on ma'am you know and and I don't judge anyone but it was clear that the woman had been on drugs she was on something so when I was talking to her she was really she was fidgeting a lot she was she started to stutter I mean she was scratching 
basically doing things, letting me know that she's on something. So a policeman happens to, um, there was a policeman that pulled up on the side of us. And I will say this was a black cop and he was from a different uh, district precinct. He said, um, what happened? And I explained to him what happened. He said, well, obviously I'm looking at her and I see that she is high off of something. He said, I'm, you know, I can call it in. I can't handle it because it's out of my jurisdiction. But he said, um, make sure you get all of her information because she might try to run, which she tried. And I told her, you're not going anywhere. Okay. Cause she hit us really hard with this baby on the seat with no car seat. So I also called the police and the first thing he did, she had went and got back in her, in her truck and I was standing on the side of my car. The first thing the officer did, which was a Caucasian officer, is got out of his car and ran to her. Are you all right? Are you all right? What happened? <laughs> so I said, excuse me, but I'm the one that contacted you. I'll be over there. I'm talking to her. Um, I'll, I'll be over there in a moment. I said, okay. Um, he just spent quite a few minutes with her and she's saying, well, I, I don't understand. I don't know what happened. And you know, he's, he's seeing that this woman is on drugs and he's seeing that this, this lady is in the car with this baby with no car seat. So she was driving with the child laying on the seat. And, um, he asked her, he said, when he walked up to her, when he jumped out the car to get to her, to see if she was okay, um, because, um, he heard her phone ringing and when he asked her, he said, ma'am, I'm going to need your name. I need your phone number. She said, I don't have a phone. He said, well, I just heard the phone ringing when I was walking up to the truck. Oh, well, yeah, I have that number. He said, can I have it? And he said, well, can I, um, see your license and your insurance? Um, I don't have my insurance papers. Uh, I'm going through a rough time right now. My husband and I are going through a divorce and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I, for starters, I didn't see a ring, didn't even see anything. It looked like there was a ring on that finger ever, you know, and I'm just shaking my head like this is ridiculous. Okay. So then the cop comes over to me and he says, well, I don't think she has insurance, but if I were you, I wouldn't turn it in. Just give her a chance to try to pay it off on her own and this, that, and other. I said, now, why would I do that? Well, because she doesn't have insurance. And I mean, just give her a chance. Give her a chance to do what? I said, do you not see the, the that this woman is high and she's driving around with this baby in the car? And he had a problem with that. He had a problem with the fact that I wanted him to do something with this woman that was uh, high off drugs, driving with an infant, not in a seat. And he didn't seem to care. He went back over there and was talking and laughing with her like, like she was his daughter or friend or someone. So th to make a long story short, there's a lot of racism in this country. I think that we need to change everything that's going on right now. It is 2019 and instead of getting better, everything is getting worse and I, I something needs to change with this and um, I would like to say that 
I can't agree with how things are going in the world today, especially with immigration. I know that there things need to be corrected. I know there's a lot of work that needs to be done with uh, immigration, but I absolutely cannot agree with how there's children um, being held in cages, not eating, not being able to clean themselves up, being treated like animals. I can't even believe that in some states, it's against the law to feed the homeless, but yet you can feed any stray dog running up and down the streets. I I can't understand this. I I think that this world, until everyone wakes up and sees that there, this is a big problem what's going on today, until everyone understands that we have a problem with racism, we have a problem with hate, we have a problem with violence and and not just one race. I mean, there's violence in every race. There's there's kidnappings that's going on that's not being looked into. One might be looked into and the other the other will never make the news. You know, it's just we're in a world where there things aren't fair. Everyone isn't treated equally. Um we've been fighting the same fight for a very long time. And it seems like we've been kicked all the way back. Instead of things getting better, they're getting worse. And we're bringing up a generation of children that they're experiencing the hatred, the racism, um, just the discrimination in general. And these children are what's gonna, these children are going to run this world someday. And if you're building up hatred from all angles, every race out there, everyone's hating each other. This world is going, it's it's not going to be good. It is not going to be good. So I think that there's a lot that we have to work on. But until everyone wakes up and accepts the fact that the world is not perfect and that all of this is actually taking place in the world, until everyone realizes this, nothing will ever change. And if, if you aren't a part of the solution, then you're definitely a part of the problem. So in saying that, um, we're getting to the end of the podcast. So I need to take a brief break and I will be right back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Life As It Is with Dora Middleton. I would like to start by thanking Haley Amari and Anaya for allowing me to interview them and I would like to also ask you all is there anything that you would like to say um, before we close this interview stay kind and follow your dreams um, this is Amari be respectful and um, stay positive spread love and stay humble I would like to say keep the peace and let's make a change so that uh, we all can learn to get along. I hope that everyone has enjoyed this podcast, Life As It Is, with me. And I'm out. And think about what I said and let's all make a change. Bye, America.